Welcome to the Feminine Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Trish, a feminine soft skills expert, coach, and creator. I'm a former insecure, hyper-independent, mean girl, operating from a place of trauma, disillusionment, and societal conditioning, to now a confident, secure, and healing feminine wife. I help modern women discover their true power in their relationships by coming home to their feminine nature. Because while a career and professional accolades are nice, I firmly believe our relationships are what set us free. Come along with me on this journey of becoming feminine on purpose. Welcome back, everyone, to the Feminine Purpose Podcast. Your host, Trish, here, and I am freaking sick, so please, please do not mind the change in how I sound. Um, The show must go on, and I just couldn't help but put out these episodes together. This episode today, I'm really, really freaking excited to talk about Uh, essentially just high-maintenance women and why high-maintenance women are first and foremost the best women. Um, I'm obviously biased because I am a high-maintenance woman. If you know me, you know. Um, But I really want to just dismantle and put a fucking stop to all this negative talk and negative stigma around being a high-maintenance woman and how really being a high-maintenance woman, first and foremost, can come in different forms. There's like no one way to define her or to define define us, but also that a high-maintenance woman is a high-value woman, point blank, period, end of story. So that is where we'll kick things off. If you haven't um, heard the first and second episode yet, please go check those out. They um, were also released in tandem with this episode. So first and foremost, so I really just want to debunk and remove the stigma of being a high maintenance woman. So what is high maintenance? And I feel like before we dive into it, really looking at the definition would be helpful. Y'all know me. I like me a little research. I like me some freaking like definitions to things. I like some data. I like things grounded in some form of truth and not just opinion because podcasts are full of opinions. I'm full of them, but I want to reference something legit. So That was a long explanation. I don't know why I need to explain myself, but in case you needed that, the definition of high maintenance, when you Google high maintenance in dictionary, it's needing a lot of work to keep in good condition. So let's repeat that. High maintenance is defined as needing a lot of work to keep in good condition. Why would we then give anyone, especially a woman, a hard time for being one that needs a lot of work to be kept in good condition? The fact that it's negative and that It's bad, right, to need work to be kept in quote-unquote good condition is just sheer freaking laziness. And I'm finding it's very freaking lazy, mainly in America. Like, it's just an American thing. If you look at other countries, like, they don't really give women crap for putting in effort. So, like, an example would be, right, Asians are all about their sunscreen. I'm guilty of this. Like, I would make fun of women and still, like, look at an Asian woman, kind of laugh a little bit, but I'm also, like, laughing because, like, I get it, girl. Um, Going on long walks to keep their skin healthy, right, and covering their skin. It's not because, yes, I'm sure definitely in some level we can't deny that they want to appear and have, like, this illusion of very pale, fair-like skin, 
But ultimately, that is just the exterior. The What she's probably really concerned with is shielding her freaking skin from the sun. That's the number one, like, anti-aging. <laughs> like, that is it. If you have not, like, really woken up to this, a lot of skincare is bullshit. Complete, complete bullshit. Uh, there's another podcast that my husband actually got me into. We listened to this one episode and there were a lot of just factual things around how a lot of ingredients in skincare is actually just marketing. And so I will try to find that and I'll talk about it or share it somewhere. But ultimately, skincare is mm, nice to have. Sunscreen is the way to freaking go. And we already know what you eat, how active you are, how well you take care of your body, your mind, your stress levels, your hormones, etc. All that is that inner crap that's actually important. So needing work to be in good condition is like life, essentially. Here's another stat. 41.9, so we can round that pretty much to 42% of adults in the U.S. are obese. That's hella people who are obese. I didn't know it was that high. I mean, I'm not surprised, but I wasn't sure it'd be that high. I thought that would include, like, overweight. But no, this was classified as obese. I think this is as of 2013. So it's probably worse. But um, clearly we need to be more high maintenance because it's literally killing us thinking we don't need to do a lot of work to combat modern day society. And when we talk about modern day society, we're talking about how lazy everyone's become, how um, immediate gratification is everything people are looking for. You want that quick fix. It's literally like ingrained in every part of I, I bet you y'all like ladies just wake up one day and I challenge you to go through a day and like tally up or make a mental note whatever the fuck, like write down these things and recognize these items in your life, the things you notice, whether you're doing it or it's around you, of ways that you realize that people just want the easy way out of everything. The mind tricks you into wanting the easy way out of everything. That is why going to the gym or going for long, being active, period, is discipline. Being fit is discipline. Eating a healthy diet majority of your life because we can all enjoy, right? But being healthy majority of your life is discipline. Going to therapy, going to coaching, writing, meditation, reflection is discipline. And so with that being said, discipline is really just a form or a synonym, I would say, to needing to like work on this condition, right? Having to put effort, this needing to put work in to keep something in good condition, so let's just think about that. I really would really challenge everyone to consider why is it so bad when we say high maintenance? Like we talk about certain cars, right? There's everyone says like European cars and American cars are more high maintenance than Asian cars. So we ask, I can see what they're saying about items and products, but, and they say like, you know, the super, I've heard this joke, like the supermodel is like the Ferrari or like the Porsche, like it's going to require a lot of money, effort, stress. And so what? Like, those are freaking amazing supercars. Like, I want a freaking Porsche. Straight up, y'all, straight up. So what is wrong with that? I think owning that. It's different to say, like, I just want to have all these things to flex versus I actually genuinely enjoy these things. And that's when you know you're leveling up, you're becoming a grown-up, you're gaining life wisdom, is you're starting to ask yourself, are these things that truly bring me joy? What kind of joy does it bring me? Is it valuable to me? Etc. And that's just in general, I think, when we think about being a high-maintenance woman, I want every woman to be a high-maintenance woman, first and foremost, because you will attract... Um, I don't want to say high maintenance man, but a man that can handle and maybe even find attractive in a woman to be high maintenance, be attracted to that kind of woman. 
So now that that's out of the way, so the higher value a woman is, it'll be very evident. Um, she's likely defying modern day society. So that's literally kind of what I just summarized, right? Everything I said about, take a look. So let me just go off the rails real quick and think about a few basic things. So when you wake up, um, how many people actually like have a routine? How many women especially have a routine? And I'm, I'm really talking and speaking to women because first and foremost, obviously that is the pod feminine purpose, <laughs> but also, I've noticed that a lot of the men I know generally have a routine. Uh, I think it's just part of being a man, right? Like the this essence of a man is having this kind of like purpose and routine. And that's why I think feminine purpose is so fitting to call this podcast and my brand and business feminine purpose, because it's like women have to do this shit on purpose again. Like I'm going to say this over and over again. You don't just wake the fuck up and you're like this elevated woman. <laughs> again, it's not going to be that easy, girl. Like that's the way life works. And I really think when I speak to you, to you specifically, who is listening right now, I'm saying this to you in like a very blunt way, but it's because, because I know you can do it. You can do it. If I could do it, you could do it. And you're not going to be perfect at it. It's going to have trial and error. You're going to fuck up. You're going to fail. It's going to be, ch- it's going to be really challenging. It's not easy. Anything that is not easy, that does not come easy, means that it's going to bring you a lot in the end. You will reap a lot of benefit in the end. I'm not saying you need to endure extreme pain and like force yourself to do things out that go against your feminine nature, right? Like being on your period and your menstrual cycle and then forcing yourself to do crazy freaking workouts. Like I used to do that. That shit is not what I'm about. No, 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 no. I'm talking about just waking up and look at your routine. So let's wake up and say, what are the things that are already showing you that it's just so much easier to do this instead of that? So people often now have self-driving vehicles. People are getting Ubers, um, which is fine. Like if you're in an area where you don't need a car, I get it. But like, again, I'm just pointing out, not saying that you're lazy or not like high value or low maintenance just because you do these things. But like, there's a lot of things that are out there that are really making it so hard, I would say, and easy for you to just fall into the trap of becoming a low value person and like a low value woman, just to be blunt. Um, The easy way out is never turning down opportunities to go out to have drinks. People are going to ask you to go out to have drinks and you're going to say yes every single time. You're going to burn through money. You're going to consume unnecessary calories. You're going to consume poison. I'm here for a cocktail. Y'all know I love to have a cocktail. Doesn't mean I go out every single time the invitation presents itself to me. I've turned down going out with people many times, not because I'm not social. I'm a big ass extrovert, but I also just don't want to fall into what I know what will likely happen. Some might say we'll have some self-discipline and like, don't drink when you go out. Mm, I just know myself like that's the environment I'm going to be in. It's going to happen. So just know myself. I don't need to drink. Like that's what drinking does. It makes it literally lowers your inhibition so you can fucking make mistakes. So really uh, a woman defying this modern day society, right? Like I said, take a look at your daily life. Just kind of look at all the things that are indicating to you, oh shit, that's an easy way out. I get what Trisha's saying. She's onto something. So in order to really elevate, right, to be this high maintenance woman, I think regardless, 
of like if you like designer bags or not or right because that those are all superficial things like when we say a girl's high maintenance because um she likes designer bags like that's stupid just like saying a feminine woman is someone who wears pink like that's not what femininity is it can be a way to embody femininity and we'll definitely be talking about that more in future episodes but that's really just that's like the cherry on top you know like the 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 cake the cupcake whatever we're baking needs to already be solid and foundation of femininity that's truly embodied in your mind soul body etc and spirit and then you can add all these more aesthetic feminine things but first and foremost i would say she's very healthy and active and fit she doesn't need to look a certain way but yeah high value woman cares about her body so i'm not gonna again be drinking too much i'm not going to do drugs like I'll be here and there for a good time, but generally speaking, that's not something I participate in and definitely not something I participate in loudly in front of other people. That's very private for me. Um, and again, liking nice things. So when we say nice things, again, it's not designer. It's very open-ended. It could be that you just love to travel. You like a four-star hotel. You do maybe like a designer bag, or maybe you like good quality material goods that are not designer but you really care about sustainability where it's from you know where are things made etc maybe a nice car is something really important to you maybe having a, a clean and tidy home and like nice stuff in your house particular furniture maybe a stock portfolio a diverse stock portfolio is really important to you so these are all different components of our life that can help make us feel like we're participating in self-care Maybe a non-negotiable for you as a high-maintenance woman is getting a massage every week. It could be anything. Knowing that you love orgasming and maybe you don't have a partner, so you make sure that you get yours X amount of times a day or a week. Like, it's literally a lifestyle. It's a mindset. It's not what you're holding in your hand, though that could always add to looking like a high-maintenance woman. Again, as I've mentioned, it's not really the true definition in pure form of being a high maintenance woman. So again, to kind of summarize this, there's really no only one way to be a high maintenance woman, but ultimately a high maintenance woman will not compromise the things that she likes. That's what makes her high value. And before we go off into extremes, I think an example of this could be you know, if a woman really like she's single, let's say. I oh, here's a really good example. Um think like a man Lauren and what's his name? Um, it's going to hit me later, but the chef guy and Taraji. I talked about this on my TikTok. Go check out that video if you love uh, think how to think like a man the movie love that movie there's so many tropes of feminine and masculine energies and polarity and like balances and like no ba lack of balance in that film. But that couple, right, she likes the finer things in life. Like, she's a C-suite freaking executive. She's a boss bitch. She can buy her own bag. She got her own bag. She could buy all her friends a bag, right? So when she gets with Dominic, that's his name, Dominic, who's a chef, um, struggling, not financially stable, I don't blame her initially, right, for being hesitant. I won't fault the character because I understand it's like, girl, she. I'm going to throw it out there. She might make... Uh, 500k annually maybe more if if she's like at a, depending on how big the company is the industry she's in and stock options and bonuses she qualifies for so i would say 500 to a mil plus like that's where she's at and if homeboy's not even making like 75k a year and they're like in new york i think they're in la they're in a metro city so cost of living is high absolutely understand her hesitation 
And I think what's really beautiful and real and and uh, what we can take as a lesson, right, and learning from that situation and that story between this couple is that she still participates, like, she still pursues and still kind of gives him a chance. She needs a little bit of nudging, a little bit of self-reflection. She needs some real talk from her friend Candace. But ultimately she gives him a chance because at the end of the day she can buy her own bag and so as long as he's not gonna hold her back from getting her own bag and what I mean by that is if Dominic was and let's make this like it's real so there's a girl who makes this much money a guy she's interested in let's say he has masculinity traits he is high value in every sense just isn't balling out of control but we get it he may be in a transitional period in his life he wants to pursue his passions and he's willing to open this food truck he wants to push forward but it's going to take time to get there and he's likely maybe possibly never going to hit the income bracket that she's at but he has the other masculine traits he's a provider in the sense of he takes care of her he asks her how she is he makes sure she's secure and safe he plans the dates he picks her up he may you know pay for the bill as long as it's very reasonable in terms of of where they're going maybe how often again this is before like they're living together and they're dating and so if all can work out there if he embodies all these other masculine traits it might be very well worth her time to give him a shot and be with this man because no you're not gonna have everything and I firmly believe that and so a high maintenance woman she will have her standards and she will also recognize when are there some things that she's willing to maybe be open to because you can't have everything Let's say it again. You cannot have everything. I don't believe in that. It's not bleak. It's not depressing. It's not negative. It's just real. And I think once we adopt a real, realistic mindset grounded in data of what we recognize and know to be true about humans, about people, about society, that's when we can really start being happy because we start acknowledging what is real for us and what's possible and looking at what we have as something amazing and not looking elsewhere to what we could be having. It's not settling. It's, it's honestly being happy and grateful for what you have. And if you want more, question that. What else do you want? So if Taraji really wanted more, she went and did it. That's a perfect example, y'all. She went and dated her ex-boyfriend who could give a shit less about her. But he had everything else. He's freaking good looking. Hella muscular, masculine guy. Hella ballin'. Successful. Looks good. Everything that you from the exterior is masculine. But internally, he was insecure. If a man has to talk about himself 24-7, that's weird. That's insecure. I saw this TikTok the other day. It was really funny. It was about how men don't, like, really masculine men don't talk up too much or talk about themselves too, too much. It's it's really true. For a man, like, actions speak louder than words. So a perfect example is my husband. He will flex and talk to me about certain things, but generally speaking, he lets the product, he lets the outcome, the conclusion, you know, the end results speak for itself, and he doesn't need to speak about it. He's about it. You know, he doesn't need to talk about it. And so ultimately, yes, you might think that, you know, go to circle back and, you know, close that off. Dominic versus the ex who's the C-level who's really rich. It might look like the latter is the masculine guy, but really he's insecure. He's he's been divorced. He probably cheated on his wife. He probably cheated on Taraji's character. He probably would cheat on her again. Because he has all access to all these women. And it's it's fake access because it's just transactional, right? versus Dominic some women might say you know like that's the 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 last choice but I think a high maintenance woman who really looks at what's important to her she's gonna pick long term the high value man who at the end of the day may not be wealthy right now but if she continued to you know influence him and motivate and inspire him just by being who she is he went for it she didn't force him a true masculine man will go for it 
So to tally everything up here, really the biggest takeaways are let's stop and remove the stigma of being high maintenance. There's nothing wrong with having standards and, 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 and I always like to say, and not, but because two things can coexist and we must be realistic about what we're looking for. And I'll do an entire other episode on, you know, standards versus being open, because I think that's a topic that a lot of women need to hear and we need to talk about and openly discuss. Hope y'all found this episode valuable. Thank you again for taking time out of your precious day to listen and support Feminine Purpose. If you're vibing with the pod, please subscribe and rate and review the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you write me a review, please send me a DM on Instagram or TikTok at Feminine Purpose, and I'll personally give you a shout out on an upcoming episode and send you a freebie guide on feminine soft skills directly to your email. If anything in today's episode hit home for you, I want you to know that I see you and I'm here for you. I'm currently accepting one-on-one clients who are a good fit for my mentorship coaching program. Check out my website, feminineprpose.com, and schedule a consultation call with me and we can see if we're a good fit to work together. This is your sign. Let's elevate you and get you the relationship harmony you desire and deserve, sis. As always, stay feminine and take care. Trish. <laughs>